Are exercise training programs or strength training programs safe for kids, adolescents, and youth athletes? That's what we're going to break down on today's episode of the St. John's Health Podcast, sponsored by St. John's Chiropractic and Performance. This podcast is is designed to give the residents of the St. John's, St. Augustine, and Jacksonville communities quick and accurate information by answering common questions about various topics related to muscle and joint health, fitness, nutrition, and by collaborating with other local health experts in the community. Now let's dive right into today's topic. So, are exercise training programs safe for kids? Not only are they safe for kids and adolescents, but are they effective in this population as well? That's what we're going to break down on today's topic. We're going to break down actual research. We're not just going to be giving our opinion or or giving the latest uh, myths and rumors on this topic. We're going to break down what the literature says on this topic and, and what's out there in the research. When we say exercise training program or strength training program, what we mean is that a certified professional has designed an actual program, so someone is trained in this, and that that program is executed or carried out in a supervised setting by that design professional. Um, so they are supervising these kids or adolescents um, in manners that are, are they're doing exercises that are designed to develop strength, mobility, agility, speed, or whatever athletic qualities or movement patterns that um, the goal is for these kids. So this episode is primarily for parents, grandparents, future parents, sports coaches, um, trainers, medical practitioners, PE teachers, whoever is involved in you know youth sports or training of kids, and whoever is you know uh, invested in the health of our youth. And by youth, I don't just mean youth athletes. We mean all youth, those that just want their child to be healthy, which should be everybody. Uh, but it's also directed to athletes as well that want to get better at their sport or want to get stronger, want to get faster, more endurance, whatever the goal may be. We know that all parents and teachers want their kids and students, athletes, players to be the best um, that they can be when it comes to their health or when it comes to their sports performance. But we know there's many concerns floating around there when it comes to exercise training at a younger age like this. So we're going to break down the research and some common questions, first of all, for kids and adolescents in sports training. We mean adolescents, we mean from basically six years old to 18 years old. That's what most of the research talks about when it comes to adolescents. So what are some of those primary concerns out there that people have? Um, The first one could be, will consistent training create overuse injuries? Does weight training create growth plate injuries? Those two are heard quite often when it comes to strength training in kids. Will large amounts of exercise stunt my child's growth? That's another one that obviously has to do with the growth plate injuries there. Um, Is strength training overall just safe for my child? Like, is that okay for their developing muscles, joints, and bones? Like, is it safe for them to perform this uh, routine? What age should my child begin a formal exercise program? How much exercise is enough to help with their athletic performance, but how much training is too much for them? Should they be only doing bodyweight exercises until a certain age? So those are kind of the main questions that we hear and the main um, you know, forms of skepticism that we hear that um, maybe 
overuse injuries are very common or that growth plate injuries happen which can stunt you know my child's growth and that can cause other injuries or that they should only be doing body weight exercises until they're you know 14 years old these are all very valid concerns from parents and coaches teachers and they're all great questions to ask and, and we're going to cover these on our podcast and we're going to talk about which ones are true and which ones really don't have any backing by the research the problem is there's so much conflicting and confusing information out there that parents are being fed when it comes to what's safe and what's not so safe when it comes to youth sports and when it comes to what is best for your child's health and it's hard to filter out that information and to know what to believe so Today we're actually going to break down on this podcast the research and try to get rid of some of those myths and avoid any confusion and answer some of those common questions so that um, you will know what is safe for your child um, and what types of exercises are safe for your child to perform. Most parents know that exercise overall is safe for their kids and most parents do a great job of encouraging it through having their kids running around outside or signing them up for youth sports programs. Most parents just don't know the correct dosage for how much exercise my child should be doing or what types of exercises safe for my child to perform on a regular basis. Parents, coaches, and even a lot of medical professionals, honestly, are very weary about training programs for kids and adolescents because they believe that it creates a higher likelihood for injury and they just wanna play it safe, which is totally understandable. But the research actually shows that not only do strength training programs not increase injury rates for adolescents, but they actually may decrease injury risk um, and the severity of injuries when it comes to sports-related injuries and other just traumatic injuries as a kid. So let's break this down a little bit here. Many are wary about growth plate injuries or strength training stunting the athlete's growth, but the research does not support this statement at all. There have been occasions where there have been fractures of growth plates in strength training settings when it comes to adolescents. But when you look in depth into these situations, these have always been shown that the kids were either not supervised at all, they were misusing the equipment, they were using very poor technique that they had been not taught properly, basically, or that these injuries occurred during horseplay time in the weight room, which again likely points out that these kids were not supervised properly. This is why research articles discussing youth sports training always mentions that a a certified professional should plan, organize, and run the training program to mitigate these types of injuries. So these injuries are not prevalent whenever a certified professional is planning, organizing, and supervising this program. When it comes to soft tissue injuries, and here we're mainly talking about muscle or tendon injuries, um, the rare cases of these happening during a strength training program are, again, usually the result of poor technique or the athlete choosing to use too much weight. This, again, just points out why you need good supervision and a professional watching over this program. Um, The people who wrote this research article that I'm quoting here or that I've been using are two doctors from Johns Hopkins University. And they say in this article, participation in almost any type of sport or recreational activity carries a risk of injury. A well-supervised strength training program has no greater inherent risk than that of any other youth sport or activity. Oftentimes the movements and activities in certain sports are much more stressful on the body than strength training itself. So 
what we basically see here is that there is no greater rate for growth plate injuries and soft tissue injuries in a strength training program than there is during any other youth sport or activity out there, especially whenever um, your, your athlete or your child is being supervised by a certified professional who is organizing and running that program. So we've established that there's no greater risk for injury during strength training programs as there is during a sport or any other activities that kids would do. But we've actually found in multiple studies that a strength training program helps prevent against injury in adolescence. Strength training programs can be tailored to focus on certain muscle groups and certain joints that are more at risk for overuse injuries in certain sports. By training these areas, you can develop strength and mobility that can help lower the injury risk during these sports. And a couple different studies um, have found this in ACL injuries in youth athletes. So um, a strength training program alone has been shown to decrease the risk of ACL injuries. This is because many of the ACL injury risk factors are modifiable and biomechanical. This simply means that these risk factors can be changed and that most of them are related to how the athlete moves. A strength training program has been shown to reduce ACL injuries and another study found that a strength training program combined with plyometric exercises, which is a lot of ballistic, uh, ballistic quick movements such as hopping or jumping designed to develop speed and agility. So when they combine a strength training program with plyometric exercises, this was shown to reduce ACL injuries in adolescent girls. And anyone who spends any significant time around adolescent uh, female athletics knows that they struggle a lot with ACL injuries during those years. And especially with basketball and soccer players, like those injuries are, are fairly prevalent and they're very devastating. And to have such a good prevention strategy, such as a strength training program, some plyometric exercises, you know, it's very cheap. Um, it doesn't cost a lot of money. And all you have to do is basically be consistent about it and uh, you can have pretty good effects against preventing ACL injuries and reducing that injury risk. So we, we see a study here that shows that uh, just strength training alone can decrease the risk of ACL injuries and then adding some plyometrics to it as well can be very effective. I'll also add real briefly that youth football players have also found to have um, significantly less hamstring injuries when a strength training program is added into their weekly routine and also that youth overhead athletes, meaning younger baseball players and swimmers and uh, just sports that um, acquire a lot of overhead movements require, or sorry, report less shoulder injuries as well whenever a exercise or strength training program is added into their routines in the off season and during their season as well. So now that we know that strength training is safe for kids and adolescents and youth athletes, and that it helps prevent many common youth injuries, let's move on to some more specifics. And we'll begin with the effectiveness of strength training. So we know that it's safe to perform, but is it effective? So obviously we know that it's effective in some aspects already because if it helps prevent injuries like it does, then that's already a win for a lot of people. And that's already effective. But can it help us with performance and can it help with just overall health? That's what we're going to discuss here. But before we dive into that, we kind of need to split into two different camps here. So 
And that starts with establishing what your goals are for your child or what your child's goal is. So first, there is the camp that is not interested in playing sports, is not interested in getting any better at sports, but just simply wants to improve your child's health and wants to establish really good exercise habits when your child is young, which can be extremely important for you um, as you get older. And um, they develop these good habits when they're young. And it's possible that this could even help prevent against many diseases and chronic conditions that are so prevalent in today's society, such as diabetes and osteoporosis. So getting um, getting these good habits in them when they're young can do them a big favor as they get older. Uh, so the CDC exercise guidelines are perfect for those adolescents who just simply want to live a healthier life. So the CDC recommends that those between the ages of 6 and 17 uh, do 60 minutes of physical activity six times a week. And they recommend that a combination of aerobic training and strength training be performed. So aerobic training is more endurance type training. That's going to be more of your jogging, running, um, slow, steady swimming. Those types of activities are aerobic training or long bike rides, that sort of thing. Developing more endurance and certainly a lot of cardiovascular fitness. While they also recommend other training that is uh, training that targets strengthening your bones and strengthening your muscles. This closely mirrors what strength training would be, which is also great for your cardiovascular fitness, but it will also help strengthen bones and muscles. And this can be body weight exercises, but this can also be getting into um, a weight room type setting and doing some strength training a couple days a week. Uh, so this is a very good recommendation that the CDC makes just for those who want to live healthier lives, maintain a normal weight, um, and you know, get all of the metabolic and physiologic benefits of exercise, which there are so many, just numerous. Um, you have a much faster metabolism. As I mentioned, you get better cardiovascular fitness. You have better, um, you have better functioning muscles and joints and overall better long-term health in your muscles and joints. Um, you have less physical pain overall. So, um, there are just so many different metabolic and physiologic benefits of consistent and regular exercise in our lives. And another point that I wanted to drive home here was that um, the CDC recommends that three of those days, so you know, if their recommendation was six days a week for an hour of exercise, they recommend that half of that time is for things that develop muscle and bone strength, which is strength training. So the CDC recommends that half of that training is strength training for adolescents, and that's whether they're training for sports or not. So, you know, even if you're not training for a sport, the CDC still recommends you do some strength training a few days a week. And this is because that they know it leads to building stronger muscles, stronger bones, and just overall healthier lives. And we know that those that have stronger muscles often have less pain, less injuries, and that those that build good bone density when they're young, they carry that bone density with them as they get older. And everyone starts to lose bone density as you get older. But if you start out with more bone density when you're young because of all the strength training that you did, then you can afford to lose some bone density as you get older before those complications start to occur. Um, this is kind of a talk for another day, but it's also very important to continue to do strength training as you get older, which again, that's a topic for another day. But the CDC recommends six days a week for 60 minutes 
doing exercise um, and half of those days are aerobic training which is more endurance and half of those days are more strength training to build strong muscles and strong bones this is whether you want to play sports or not if you're in the other camp that wants to get better at sports and wants to get stronger and faster and quicker and help prevent injury for your specific sport or sports then we need to sit down and establish some further goals like you know where are you at right now are you trying to make the middle school team or are you trying to eventually earn a division one scholarship do you want to compete in the olympics in you know six years from now you just need to decide how serious you want to be about this and also what sport you want to participate in or what sports you want to participate in and this is where working with a certified professional really um, can be a huge benefit for you because they have that knowledge on you know training for certain sports because a program for an 11 year old soccer player would look much different than the qualities you're trying to develop for a 17 year old tennis player who's trying to win state for their high school team this year you know so that's where working with a professional really comes into play and if you are wanting to improve at athletics the research overwhelmingly supports exercise training programs as your best route to achieving better athleticism. And there is a lot of research out there that shows how consistent strength training for youth athletes, for adolescents, leads to more athleticism, more strength, more speed, and as we've already talked about, injury prevention. The research shows that adolescents can improve their strength by 30 to 50% after just six weeks of a well-planned, well-organized, and supervised strength training program in which the athletes were only training twice a week. So if you've never trained before, just doing twice a week for eight to 12 weeks, that's just two to three months or a little bit less, can improve your strength by 30 to 50%. So strength training is a very proven and very evidence-based way to increase athleticism and to increase strength in youth athletes. And besides these strength and athleticism benefits, strength training programs have also shown to give many other health benefits um, in youth athletes as well, including increased balance, better bone density, which we kind of already talked about, improving lipid profiles. And this is, um, lipid profiles are just relevant blood markers uh, that have to do with heart disease, diabetes, and other chronic conditions. So we improve those blood markers. Also, we improve personal self-esteem and personal self-confidence for these kids. So the research supports all of those great benefits for strength training programs in adolescence. So now that you know that strength training is safe and that it's evidence-based, and that there are numerous studies out there showing its effectiveness for various goals when it comes to kids and adolescents. Let's dive into some more specifics on how you can optimize uh, strength training for your adolescent athletes and your kids. First of all, don't just drop them off at your local amenity center weight room or at your local gym unsupervised. All of those things that I previously mentioned about strength training being extremely safe goes out the window whenever you drop off your 11 year old uh, and they have uh, their own strength training program that they've designed based off of what they've seen off of youtube and instagram and they try to create this on their own at their local weight room if you want your kids to develop good athletic qualities based on your physical goals that you or your child has set for themselves then you want them to do this safely 
and please make sure that they are under the supervision of a certified professional or an adult such as yourself. Um, preferably a certified, certified professional because they can not only help monitor this environment uh, and keep your kids safe, but they can also help write these exercise programs based off of your kids' goals and or your goals for your kids and, and make them sport specific and more specific to what you want to accomplish. If they have some sort of rehab background as well, then they can try to perform an evaluation beforehand to see if there's any possible injury risk with um, your child's current mobility and strength measures. And then they can try to include exercises in this program to try to minimize any risk, not only during the strength training program, but more so just minimize their injury risk for sports and for daily life. We call this prehabilitation or prehab. Uh, also, make sure that your kids are doing age-appropriate training. Eight-year-olds should not be trying to see how much they can bench press um, you know, off of a barbell every time they go into a weight room. Again, this is where a certified professional comes into play. A trainer who knows their research on adolescent athletic development knows what types of exercise are best for which age group, and then they can tailor that program to the specific age group to make sure that, again, injury risks are mitigated. And this would also ensure that good movement patterns and foundational strength qualities are established before moving on to more difficult activities and more challenging activities. Most resources recommend that kids do not start exercise training until they can understand and follow directions. So to answer the question of when should my kids start strength training, it's kind of a little bit different for everybody. Uh, this isn't really a specific age, but this usually happens where kids can start following and understanding directions from possibly a stranger, um, if it's a certified professional that you don't personally know. Um, this usually happens around or between the ages of six and nine, so it's kind of just unique for your kid. Uh, but whenever your kids are able to start following directions, I would highly recommend you get them into a program sooner rather than later. I say this because Research shows that the years around puberty, so a few years before and a few years after, are a unique period where the adolescent skeleton is very responsive to resistance training and to loading exercises. So basically what this means is that between the ages of about 8 and 16, your body responds very well to the stimulus of strength training and you often see greater benefit when you're doing strength training in this age group and when you're doing heavy amounts of exercise in this age group. Uh, of course, this does not mean that it's pointless to do strength training if you're above this age, but this simply means that those within that age group often see more rapid changes and rapid responses with weight training. So it's very important to start them around that eight-year-old age or whenever your child can, can start to understand and follow directions well. It's very important to, to get them in there as soon as possible if you're wanting to begin to develop good athletic qualities and develop athleticism uh, early at a young age. The next key to success is to be consistent in the program. If you wanna see good results, you have to put in the time and energy. Those that skip out on sessions often and do not make strength training a priority are not gonna see the best results compared to those that do. Uh, the research shows that those that consistently performed strength training sessions had an ACL injury reduction rate of 82% and those that had a moderate consistency of showing up to the strength training sessions only had a 44% reduction in their ACL injury risk. 
that's about half of the consistent group. And while this shows how powerful strength training can be, because that's still a really good reduction in injury rate for only showing up half the time, but a little bit more compliance with the program can go a lot farther. Research recommends that those who are strength training for the first time start with about two times a week and you will see good benefits of strength training and be consistent with those two times a week and you'll see the best benefits and the most bang for your buck. Those that have more experienced training and those adolescents who have more years under their belt of training experience can start to train more often, but we typically just start with two days a week to see those good injury prevention benefits and the benefits of increased athleticism. Now moving on to what types of training the kids should be doing. When the kids are younger, they should be exposed to a variety of different movement patterns. This is why it's highly recommended for kids to play multiple sports when they're younger. A good strength training program will expose kids to different movements and, and different loading patterns. And these programs will build good movement patterns for these kids when they're younger, and they will develop good foundations of speed, agility, balance, and strength. As kids get into high school, they maybe want to start specializing in a sport and it's it's okay then to start doing some training more specifically for that sport as well. It's actually recommended to start doing this and a lot of that is for the injury prevention aspect of things. So when you start specializing in one sport, you start doing the same repetitive movements over and over again without being exposed to a variety of those other movements that hopefully you were exposed to as a kid. This is where prehab or prehabilitation becomes very important in a strength training program. Finding a certified professional who understands the needs and demands of that sport is crucial in order for sport specific training to be effective. So to recap those last couple thoughts, it's important to have a more general strength training program that lays a good foundation when the kids are younger. And as they get older and maybe want to start specializing in a sport, it's okay to move on to a more strength specific program for that sport and for the athlete's needs. And this will again help prevent some of that injury risk that often happens whenever you play the same sport over and over again. So keep the training more general when they're younger, build good movement, strength, agility foundations, and then go ahead and move on to that more sports specific training as they get into their high school or college years. All right, so we touched on several different topics today within the realm of youth strength training or youth exercise training. Let's recap some of those real quick just so we're clear on the main points that we are trying to drive home. The first thing that we talked about was that youth strength training is completely safe. Of course, there's always going to be a little bit of risk with activity, but there is no more risk than going out and playing soccer, baseball, basketball, football, or just playing with your friends in the yard. Strength training can actually help prevent against a lot of these sport-related injuries as well. Next, we discussed that strength training is effective. It's effective if your goal is just for your child to live a healthier life and to develop strong muscles, strong bones, good cardiovascular fitness, and just to develop good athletic qualities and build good habits when they're younger. It's uh, also very effective at building strength and making your child faster, more agile, protecting against injury, and developing good qualities to make them better athletes and better at their sports too. 
Um, and always make sure that your child is under the supervision of a certified professional when doing strength training. This will help mitigate injury risks because a certified professional can help monitor technique and form. They'll advise your child on what the appropriate amount of repetitions and resistance would be, and their presence will also help eliminate any horseplay as well. So work with a certified professional. This will ensure that your child is doing age-appropriate training, and this will also help your child meet uh, your more specific needs and also maybe the more general needs that you guys have laid out. So if you're going to start doing exercise training, also make it a commitment, make it a priority, uh, be consistent, and you'll see good results. Again, no matter what your goals are, you'll be happier about the results that you see if you're consistent with the program. And that's it for today's episode on the safety and effectiveness of youth strength training. Please subscribe to our channel to stay updated for future podcasts. And please share this with anyone who could benefit from the information that we talked about in this episode. And please check our show notes for details on this topic. And if you have any questions or comments on what we talked about today, you can contact the email listed in the show notes. If you know anyone interested in youth strength training, please send them our way and we'll get them pointed in the right direction. Thank you so much for listening to the St. John's Health Podcast sponsored by St. John's Chiropractic and Performance. I'm your host, Dr. Grant Spear, Certified Strength and Conditioning Professional and Doctor of Chiropractic, and we will see you guys next time.